my big one was definitely cocaine. That was the bad one. Um, it was expensive. It was super addictive, and it was very hard to stop. Thank you for listening to the Better Than Yesterday podcast hosted by Star Strength and Conditioning. We believe that by creating positive habits in sleep, mindset, nutrition, relationships, movement, mobility, and training, you have the ability to become better than yesterday. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another Better Than Yesterday podcast hosted by Stark Strength and Conditioning. I am Paul Dick, and I am sitting here today with Josh Manis. He is one of our members. He joined up with us I guess it was just after the first lockdown in August of 2020-ish, and uh, he had come from another CrossFit gym, and um, yeah, he's been busting his butt here, and it's been cool seeing him making some progress. I know he's been kind of dealing with a bit of an injury lately, but uh, we'll, we'll kind of get into some of that, kind of what got him into to CrossFit and, uh, you know, just work, working on his health and his fitness, and um but first, I'm going to let him introduce himself and kind of tell us a little bit about yourself there, Josh. Uh, okay. Hi, I'm Josh Manis. Um, yeah, so I started CrossFit in... No, no, way, be- oh, way, way before, before that. Way before that. Oh, like, okay, wow. what like, for work, what do you do for work oh, now? for work. <laughs> for work, I, uh, yeah, I work, uh, my dad and I run a Bell cell phone store uh, called AIE Communications. So constantly uh, lighting up cell phones for all the wonderful clients in Winnipeg. And uh, so him and I have been doing that, pardon me, for about 10 years now. Okay. Um, Well, actually, sorry, not 10. We've been doing it since 2013, and I've been working with him for about 20 years, or 10 years, sorry. Okay. Um, So, yeah, we've just kind of been working together, um, and that's kind of my day-to-day. I just kind of go... And did your dad, like, he took the store over from, some, from someone or he started it himself? Uh, he got a contract through Bell because we were originally selling uh, the Bell satellite service through our, uh, <clears throat> through our, uh, our, our store. We had a, a security systems business before we were kind of dabbling in. Okay. And then, uh, so we were already selling Bell, sell, uh, sorry, Bell uh, satellite receivers and then... They approached us asking if we just wanted to convert to a full-blown store. So, okay, and that's kind of, kind of elevated from there. Awesome. Where, yeah. So, where are you guys located? Uh, we're on basically the corner of St. Anne's and the perimeter. We're just a couple blocks in. So, uh, St. Anne's and Ward. Okay. All yeah. right. So, what did you what did you do before jumping on board with uh, with your dad there? Um, before I jumped on board with him, I just kind of worked a bunch of odd jobs. Yeah. Um, not really anything too secure I would say but it was yeah him and I kind of decided that we were going to team up and yeah we just kept going and it's been working out (laughs) that's always good yeah it's interesting and sometimes challenging working with with family members and I don't know I've I've talked to different people who whether it's own businesses with family members or just have family members working with them and it's uh it's an interesting dynamic and uh yeah it's I don't know. I, I, I guess I'll agree it, with you. <laughs> <laughs> and we'll leave it at that. Yeah, I'll agree with you. It's it's good. And uh, there's tense times and there's not tense times. We're good. Yeah. yeah. It's fun. Has it brought you guys closer together? Um, sometimes yes, sometimes no. <laughs> okay. We, we manage on the it. Day. We manage it. That's cool. <laughs> All right. So when you were when you were growing up, Josh, were you pretty pretty athletic uh, in school? What was? Um, I'll be honest. No, not really. I like gym class, but it wasn't my favorite. No. Um, okay. 
it was, yeah, it was just kind of, like, that's really all I did. It was gym class. Uh, my parents had a cabin at the lake, so we enjoyed, like, swimming and tubing and stuff like that. Like, okay. she, uh, any kid that had, we would go to a cabin or a beach would do. Yeah. But um, I was never really in sports. I was never in anything like that. Honestly, I'll be, I'll be completely honest right here. Uh, my mom tried a bunch of times to get me into, like, skating and other recreational things like piano and whatever else. And yeah. I was just like, no, not for me. Don't like it. Now I love skating. It's my favorite thing in the world. But yeah. back then, I was apparently I was a rebel as a kid. I don't know. Like ice skating, rollerblading? What are you, figure skating? Uh, so ice skating, yeah. <laughs> okay. It was ice skating, yeah, sorry. Cool. Uh, yeah, so... Uh, yeah, I didn't really do a lot. I loved hanging out in front of the TV. Yeah. <laughs> Still do, but I mean, uh, adding the fitness and the the yeah, getting out and doing stuff definitely makes life a lot easier now. So, uh, but yeah, back then it was very sort of kind of boring. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. I uh, I know we had kind of talked about what what sort of got you moving and, and got you motivated. Um, you mentioned you kind of started off by trying a, a boot camp. Mm -hmm. And uh, so do you want to maybe like kind of give me a little bit of a backstory about that? Yeah, sure. So when I was, I mean, I guess I turned, I'll start when I was 18. I enjoyed uh, all the fun things an 18, new 18 year old would enjoy. Uh, and then throughout my 20s, I uh, started to indulge a little bit more and more and more, and it became a problem eventually, uh, to the point where it was pretty much an everyday thing. Uh, drinking drugs, you have it. Um, yeah, it was not pretty. Um, did you? So did you get into that kind of on your own, or was it the people you were hanging around with? It was or? kind of like the crew we were with was just, we were all 18, so we were all just yeah. exploring and figuring out you know, having fun like any 18-year-old, uh, any any younger kid would do. And then um, we all just kind of, well, what really happened was we had a, uh, in about 10 years ago, we started, I moved in with a couple friends and it sort of became like a party house where it was like every night people would just show up. We would have a whole bunch of drinks and stay up till three, four in the morning and then the work day the next day would be fun. Oh, man. <laughs> and that was sort of the cycle that I kind of got trapped into. And was that like, that wasn't just weekends. That was like... No, that was day, weekdays, weekends, you name it, every day. How? It was every day? Pretty much. Wow. That's yeah. crazy. So I mean, there was definitely days where I felt terrible, where I was like, no. But there were, yeah, it was like, work's done. Okay, cool the brain kind of clicked and it was like party time party time yeah Jeez. so were these were these people like did you hang out with them like were they high school friends or like how did you how did you get kind of um so i lived with uh me and my cousin have always been very close okay i currently live with him still okay. um he's not much of a partier anymore at all he kind of toned it down when he saw what was sort of happening to me mm -hmm. um so he calmed down and he's always been there as a really great support for me. Um, and, and so I decided, or so we had, um, I was living with him. He had a girlfriend. We had another roommate. And we were just kind of the, the group that hung out. And people would just come, come and see us. And then our next door neighbors were also partiers. So that we met them. And that was kind of the perfect storm that sort of happened. Yeah. 
So every night it was like, get home, they see the car pull up, the neighbors would come out, it would just be, yeah, it would happen every, it would happen sort of on its own, even if I didn't want it to happen. So Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And then, so, yeah, I mean, that probably went on for, I started CrossFit three years ago, so that went on all the way up until then, pretty much. Wow. Okay. So what, I guess, what happened... I guess, do you know how it happened that you sort of started going downhill? Like, if you look back at it now, it's like, what what was the tipping point that got you sort of, like, on a, on that wrong path, I guess? It, it happened so naturally. Um, like, gradually? Yeah, and gradually and naturally. Like, I, I was just having fun with my friends. That's all it was. It started as the whole time. Um, and... It's just kind of like you're, yeah, you're just having fun. And then all of a sudden someone's like, hey, you want to try this? Hey, you want to try this? Hey, you want to try this? And you're just not in a good state and you just go for it and things get worse and worse. And then certain things become addictions and then you can't get away from it at that point. So, um, yeah, it, it just kind of, you meet so many people just through the party scene um, and then they... Lots of people act like they're your, they're your best friend, um, and you trust them, and you end up trying some things that aren't so good for you, and yeah, it kind of, that's sort of the natural progression of things. It's just kind of like, oh, hey, buddy, how's it going? Let's hang out, and then other things happen, so. Yeah. Do you, to, are you, can, can you talk about, like, maybe some of the stuff that, that you've tried? Like, um, Yeah, I've tried. I mean, I've done a... F- yeah, I mean, my big one was definitely cocaine. That was the bad one. Um, it was expensive. It was super addictive, and it was very hard to stop. Um, so it was like I held my own for the eight hours that I was at work. Cause I never, I never, never, never did anything at work. I, no. I refused to, I was like, it was in my head. I was like, I'm working with my dad. This is family. This matters to us. This is very important. Holy shit. So you were working with your dad at the time still? Yeah. Wow. Okay. Yeah. So, um, I knew it was important and even though I was a half sack when I came into work every day, but I yeah. still knew it was important and I knew I couldn't do that at work because if that became a habit, then I was screwed. Yeah. So, so did your dad notice anything at, at this time? He's or? never said anything to me. No. Um, I mean, everybody kind of noticed that my moods were weird and yeah. I didn't have energy. And yeah, so th- I'm sure they noticed that. Yeah. But I don't think any of them really knew what was going on. Really? And if they oh. did, they never talked to me about it. Even to this day? Um, I have a pretty good open relationship with my mom. My dad knows about it, but yeah. he... Yeah, he just never really asked about it. Yeah. He just leave it leave it at bay. So Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So so you're experimenting with different drugs and stuff like that. Like um you said like cocaine was the was the toughest one. Um <clears throat> I guess what about how did you feel when you were when you were on it? Super good. <laughs> <laughs> super, super good. Okay. Powerful, strong confident that's one thing like in my life I do lack confidence um so that was sort of like hey I can talk to people I can like before I started CrossFit mm-hmm. I was the shy person in the corner that never said anything yeah ever 
So, um, so yeah, the drug was, it got me talking. It got me comfortable. It got me to be a little closer with people. And that's what I liked about it. Yeah. Then it got to a point where it wasn't fun anymore, where it was just, because you don't eat on it. So I was wasting away to nothing. I think I was 100 pounds soaking wet. So, <clears throat> um, And you're a pretty lean guy to begin with. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. So, um, yeah, it, uh, it wasn't good. Um, and I just had to get out of it. So, yeah. Okay. So let's, let's go there now. So you did it, did something snap and, and change? Like what, what was the tipping point that made you like, okay, like, you know, my life is not going in a direction that I want it to right now. And I, I need to make some serious changes. Like, did you have that oh, thought yeah. or was there something that happened that, that forced that? Um, yeah, definitely. Um, I noticed a lot of my closest friends were no longer my closest friends. I could reach out to them. They weren't there anymore for me. Were these the ones that were using as well or were these like... No, people? the ones okay. that weren't. Okay. They okay. just saw what was happening yeah. and they don't want to be part of that. Okay. And it's totally understandable looking back on it, but... Yeah. <clears throat> Did any of them try to like reach out and like, you know, help you or oh, say yeah. anything? Yeah. Yeah. My roommate yeah. at the time uh, definitely tried and I wasn't having any of it. I didn't... Yeah. I wasn't ready. You have no. to be... That's the one thing is you have to be ready. And if, 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 you know, having an addiction taught me anything, it's just you have to wait until the person's ready to make that change. And it took me a long time to make that change because I needed to be scared out of my mind before I made that change. Um, I basically scared myself into thinking I was going to die. And then at that point, I woke up, not to get too graphic, but... I woke up in a pile of my own vomit. That wasn't vomit. It was just drugs. <laughs> so I was like, I'm going to kill myself if I keep going down this road, and I need to change. And I told one of my friends that I wanted to, and she was going to uh, CrossFit gym at the time. And that's sort of how the transition happened. I was going through... I sort of got through the first few months by myself because it, it had to be on my own. Um, but then she knew that I was just kind of hanging out at home, wrestling with my mind to stop doing everything. Which and is a bad place to be. It's like, not a great place to be, but yeah. for some reason it was good for me to just kind of hole up and not be out in the world and be able to have access to everything that I had before. I was, that's kind of, I sort of put myself in a prison for a week or two. Okay. Just kind of to make sure I could stop or have a little control. Um, and then once, once I started getting a little bit of that control back, she realized that I needed something to do because I was going insane by myself at home. So, yeah. And then she just said, hey, I'm going to this gym. Um, I don't know what you're doing tonight. And I looked at m my schedule. I had nothing going <laughs> on that night, obviously. And uh, the rest is kind of history. I picked up a dumbbell and I got a super euphoric feeling. And I was like, hey, this is my new drug. Like that's basically how it happened. And it was, yeah. it became a, a healthy addiction, which is wonderful. Yeah. So, so you pretty well went cold Turkey. You decided like you had that moment that was like, if I don't quit doing this, I'm going to die. And you, yeah. you just stopped everything. Basically there was one, one or two relapses. There was definitely a night or two where I said, screw it. And we're going to have some fun again, but it, 
wasn't fun and I hated every minute of it. And really? During or afterwards? Like when both, you woke up the next like morning? The second it entered my body, I was like, yeah. why did I do this? Yeah. Yeah. And that was within that two week period or that was like. Um, yeah. Yeah. It was within that. It was probably within that two week period. Yeah. yeah. Just during that one weekend there. Okay. All right. So, so you ended up going and, and it was like a, a boot camp that you tried, right? Yeah. So, and, uh, so maybe, maybe tell me about that. So you touched the dumbbell, you were like, Oh, this is, this is the new drug. Yeah. Cause oh. I know some people that have had problem with addictions and stuff like that. And then they end up, you know, trying to replace that with something else. And for a lot of people it is like the gym or running or, you know, some form of exercise where they can, you know, still get that, that feeling. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and that's, I was very hesitant at first. I kind of knew I wanted to try working out before anyways. I had a, um, a little bit of a background in hockey, so I was doing playing hockey probably about once a week, even while all this was going on. Okay. And I noticed my head was better after I played hockey. So I was like, oh, maybe, maybe we'll go give this a try when she asked me. And yeah, so I tried my first class. <clears throat> I sort of just stayed off on the side by myself. But, uh, yeah, the coaches felt, made me feel super welcome. Um, the workout from what I remember was pretty good and, uh, I left feeling tired, but almost re-energized. Like I, I remember going home that night being tired and sitting on the couch going, Oh, my whole body hurts. But (laughs) that was the same night. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And I was like, Oh, my whole body hurts. But then after the. I mean, I remember texting my friend who invited me to the workout. I'm like, this is the best thing that I have done in 10 years, for sure. So, and two days later, she's like, you want to do it again? Oh, hell yeah, let's go. (laughs) You're like, I'm still sore, but yeah, sure, I'll come. Yeah, well, that's it. She had to tell me. She's like, you're going to be sore, but they'll warm you up. It's okay. Just come on. It'll be great. (laughs) It'll be fine after. So it's, it's, yeah, it's almost like, you know, someone offering you a different kind of drug now, right? A little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. So that was like, so what happened? You ended up doing a boot camp for a while and then you switched over to, to CrossFit. Yeah, I did boot camp for two months or so. Okay. And then I saw all the people in the class after me lifting the barbell and I was like, Ooh, that looks fun. Let's try that. Yeah. So, and then yeah, rest is, rest is definitely history after that. So, <laughs> so what, so how was it making that that transition because when you're doing boot camp and stuff like that the it's definitely not as technical as as crossfit right no. so now you get to use a barbell you're doing olympic lifts you're doing you know different types of pull-ups and all that kind of stuff so what was you know you had built some fitness and some strength over those two months and then kind of jumped into the crossfit or did you do like a an on-ramp sort of thing or was it like you know yeah you've been doing boot camp come jump in yeah the the coach saw how I was moving in the boot camp, and she just figured you can handle the, yeah. the CrossFit. We'll teach you how to do the the lifts, and so she kind of pulled me aside during class and just taught me how to do the lifts, okay. and gave me a little extra focus during my first couple classes. And yeah, I learned the lifts, and uh, the I don't want to say they they came naturally because they definitely <laughs> didn't at first. Um, but yeah, through through uh, just working on them and, and, and learning the technicalities of it, it was, it's, it's been really, really awesome and really helping. And now the barbell is one of my favorite things. So that's cool. So 
I know, like it, it does take time to, to get good at CrossFit. Was that a frustration or was it, you know, if you go from a boot camp where you're like, here's the demo, do it sort of thing, you pick up on it fairly quickly. Yeah. Pretty well on the spot. And now it's like, hey, we're going to teach you how to snatch or we're going to teach you how to clean and jerk. Like, was that a frustration, like taking the time or, or you know, having to take the time to learn those? For the lifts, no. I enjoyed the process of the lifts. Um, to, Because... Yeah, everybody does a reverse curl pretty much the first time on a clean. So, uh, or uh, and and like it, uh, yeah. So I mean, learning the technicalities, learning about all the, yeah, all the technicalities of the lifts. That was fun for me. Yeah. The frustrating ones for me was because I I do excel a little bit in in the gymnastics stuff. Yeah. So. Um, the fact that double unders were so damn hard at the beginning, <laughs> oh man, that one frustrated me. And handstand walking was tough too, but that one obviously takes practice. So, yeah. but the double unders, I'd say, getting whipped every two seconds, that was that was quite frustrating and annoying. But that's yeah. a, that's a pretty common theme with yeah. with a lot of people. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, so you ended up going through lockdown. So you kind of you were going to that first gym, TCF. Um, throughout that, like up to that first lockdown? And yep. then did they open back up after yeah, the they, lockdown for a bit? They did open back up for, okay. a, for a couple months last summer. Okay. And then, uh, yeah, they, they unfortunately had to shut their doors uh, at the end of August last year. So okay. and then I think we started here, yeah, August or September last year, right? Yeah. So <clears throat> so when you went through, say, that first first lockdown, how, how did things go? Like, were you, did you feel like you were you know, maybe gonna, you didn't have that community aspect anymore or you didn't like, was there a chance for you to like relapse into some of the the old habits or? I'll I'll be honest. The first one was the easiest one. Yeah. Yeah. By far. Um, so maybe something you, you, you didn't know was I was actually part time, uh, coaching at her gym too. Okay. For just a little while. I didn't know that. Yeah. Um, so we did do a little bit of coaching uh, near the end there. I did for about two months or so. Okay. And so during the first lockdown was when I was learning, all, doing sort of my shadowing. Okay. Um, and they were doing uh, the Zoom workouts. Yeah. So I actually ran quite a few of those. So that kept me really engaged with everybody. Awesome. Which was a lot of fun. So how um, did you find doing the Zoom workouts? I know some coaches are like, oh, Zoom. And I, others are okay with it. Um, I like doing them from home. Yeah. I, I like the way you guys do them from the gym. I think I would absolutely hate doing that because really? why? I don't know why it just, I almost feel bad because I'm in a gym and they're at home. <laughs> but I mean, yeah. Um, I mean, it was fun to watch, watch them work out. I love watching people move and, and all that. So that's mm-hmm. awesome. But yeah, it's the, the angles you can't tell all the, the technical things that mm-hmm. you need to see to be a decent coach uh, on the Zoom, I found. So it was... Yeah, you, re- you really got to be paying attention. It's, I don't know, it, it's the same yet different, like watching the, the Zoom classes, but... Yeah. Okay, so first one was the easiest. You had, obviously, had stuff to do. Um, I guess your place of work with your dad, like you didn't need to close down or anything like that. No, we were lucky. We got to be a, an essential service. Yeah. So uh, we stayed open full time. However, in the first lockdown, I was sent home for that first month and a half that we were locked down just yeah. because of the uncertainty. My dad basically ran the store on his own, Yeah. Um, which is awesome. Um, he was able to, I was able to, 
get a lot of my coaching stuff done at that point yeah. um, in the first lockdown. So, cool. um, but yeah, so there, there was that, but yeah. other than, yeah. So with the, so, you know, you, you ended up starting up here after that first lockdown. So when, uh, when TCF closed, you said August, 2020, that's kind of when you started here. Yeah. And then, um, I guess, you're you're kind of like an honorary family member with the with the Jacks, right? <laughs> so yeah, there was bit. there was a handful of you guys that came over from from TCF, a yeah. great group of you guys, and uh, ended up starting here. You guys did like a few like sort of base camp sessions. I know every gym does things like a little bit differently, so just trying to get you guys sort of caught up on on you know how we did things here, mm-hmm. and uh, and then you've been taking part in classes here, uh, and I know it's been like a roller coaster just with, you know, another two lockdowns. So I guess let's, how were things going into the second and third lockdown? You said the first one was the easiest because you, you obviously kept busy, right? Yeah. I I found the second one was the hardest. Um, I think it was more so just because it was the dead of winter. They gave us some pretty darn harsh rules of, I I lived alone at the time too um, in an apartment. So they only allowed us to have one person or whatever and all that stuff. So, was a pretty lonely guy um and uh yeah the zoom workouts were they were fine they were they were good i enjoyed working out but you know after i'm I'm a community guy i love being in the gym being able to high five my friends and you know suffer together kind of things so uh you know suffering alone at home all the time while my cat mocks me eating food all day yeah um (laughs) it was just kind of you know it just kind of got old And I was finding a lot of less motivation. And I think it really is just, I pull from other people a lot of the time. And being alone that long, I decided at that point um, that I was, I had enough of living alone. So I moved in with my cousin at that point because, yeah, and I found that sort of, once I moved in with him in January, it kind of re-energized me to to get back into it. Cool. Yeah. So... Got back into the gym, and then we went into a third lockdown. How I know third lockdown, it was a bit nicer out. Yeah. I don't even remember what month that started, but uh, yeah. I know it was a little bit nicer out, and it was like it was only for two weeks, though, or supposed to be. Mm, um, that was an extended two weeks. So, yeah, exactly. So, um, it was it was better that third round for you, just yeah, yeah. Sam, Sam uh, and I were doing the uh, same training together so we could compare notes a lot of the time even though we weren't together in yeah. the same uh um, same class setting same, or group setting. same room or whatever but yeah we were doing the same thing together so we were constantly uh competing against one each- one another which was kind of fun and added a new twist um and and we could do outside workouts at that point so that was kind of nice and you were running outdoor outdoor stuff here too so i showed up for a couple of them and yeah it helped a little bit more for sure yeah until yeah. I crack my ribs. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, you've been dealing with a bit of an injury now. And how long has it been? Well, I look back on my notes and the actual thing happened like mid-June. Okay. So mid-June 2021, what what happened? I jumped up onto a box and I didn't jump high enough. Um, my left foot kicked the box and sent me tumbling over and basically my arms dragged on the other side of the box and my chest landed or my ribs landed right on top of the box so 
I think, uh, yeah, something happened to the ribs there. It was weird because I didn't feel it right away. Mm -hmm. um, I actually worked out for a few months not realizing that I was hurt. Um, it was just being really guarded, and then my back started acting up. So then uh, started stripping it down and trying to do, tried to keep doing just as much minimal exercises I could do to keep uh, keep up and now I've been uh, kind of just doing rehab exercises for the last few weeks so just trying to get better and I know so I know we were talking before we just started the podcast about you know how awesome it is to see you like coming in and still doing stuff that you can do um, you were talking about playing around with different things and just like seeing what worked, what didn't, um, and, and things like that. Like sometimes people are like, oh, if I get injured, like runners, for example, it's like, oh, I can't run. I have a, a stress fracture or whatever. It's like, there's absolutely nothing else on the planet I can do. And, uh, it's, it's a massive frustration of mine. Cause I know I've had some injuries, some really good significant ones in the past. And it was like, you can always do something. You can always find something to do. And, and we were just talking of how you're of that same mindset and, uh, you know, whether it's like, Hey, I can work on my mobility still, or I can, you know, do things that they might be somewhat limited, but you're still, still moving. You're still, whether it's coming into the gym or able to do some of it at home and, and keep moving. How, how has that helped you like mentally? Um, oh, it's helped a ton. Like I always want to try. Like you said, I want to try and be able to keep moving. Um, I definitely notice very quickly that if I stop moving, I don't feel very good. Um, <laughs> Amazing. Yeah. <laughs> unreal, right? Yeah. Um, so, yeah. So my process when I first got injured maybe wasn't the smartest, but I did try to strip down, um, use light weights. Um, I knew it was an upper body injury, so I tried doing lower body. Um, mm -hmm. And... Ultimately, because it's a rib injury, it turned out to be uh, the muscles that control my rib cage. So it's, it's actually my breathing. So unfortunately, I can't go right up into uh, the high heart rate zone anymore. Um, but that was, it took probably three weeks for me to realize that through these progressions that, okay, you have to strip it right down. And now I'm basically stretching and doing very light core movements, but still doing those movements uh, I'll be honest, I, two weeks ago, I decided to just hang out at home and do nothing. Mm -hmm. And everything tightened back up. Everything, f when I started that week, I felt okay. And by the end of that week, I felt awful. I went back into physio, and I had the worst mindset. I was doubting that this was ever going to get better. Like, it was, it was, it's a weird little thought you have in your head, but I, I got it. And uh, I went back to physio. She fixed me up and uh, decided... This or the next week that it was it was time to to just go and so I've been super consistent with it since then and now it's finally getting better so hopefully a couple more weeks and we'll be back on that floor. Yeah, no, I think um, you're taking a good approach to it and definitely a body that a body that's used to moving craves movements so it's uh, you know whatever you can do whether it is stretching or mobility work or light core work or whatever like. I always tell people like doing things that doesn't piss off that area is, is good. Like you can still do a lot. It's just, you may have to, you know, take some notes and see how you're feeling the next day or the day after or whatever. And I know when I had uh, broken my back rock climbing, it was like, 
you know, I, I was taking notes of all my workouts and that, and then I'd look back at it and it's like two days later, I wouldn't be able to move. And it's like, okay, I threw that new exercise in and probably shouldn't be doing that yet. Or maybe I went a little heavy on this and it's, uh, it is a process, but it's, you know, something that if you can keep moving, you're, you're going to feel way better than if all you do is sit around for two, three months and then like come back to it. It's, it's going to be super tough to get going again. I feel like if you're not moving too, it takes longer for it to get healed. Yeah. Blood flow isn't getting in there. It's not happening. So yeah, definitely. Body at rest likes to stay at rest too. No kidding. (laughs) So, um, let's kind of talk about, uh, just sort of wrapping this up. I, I know you've been, you know, you've been through a lot. You seem like you're, you're on a really great path now. It's awesome seeing you, you know, in class, you're always someone who moves well, you're always someone who's Thank intentional you. with your movement. You're not like, you don't have the the CrossFit mentality of just throwing weights around as fast as you can. Um, and you're always open to taking cues from coaches, which is, you know, always an amazing aspect for, for an athlete. What, what would your recommendation be for somebody that's maybe just thinking about doing CrossFit or, or starting out? Because you didn't really have a... a big athletic background getting into it. So, you know, someone who's maybe just sitting on the couch or just, you know, maybe they're doing another type of of training and just wanting to get maybe a little bit more out of it. What would your suggestion be, Josh? Honestly, just um, reach out, try it. Uh, That's what I did. I just, I mean, I didn't reach out. I was asked to come, but I mean, I would reach out and give it a try. Like it's, it's, um, I didn't know I enjoyed it until I tried it. Um, and that's kind of what I learned through this whole process is that you gotta you gotta figure it out and um, and to move it's healthy it's it's motivating the coaches are awesome um, one thing that I dread is going to a, a global gym <laughs> to be honest <laughs> you have nightmares about it <laughs> uh, yeah it's like I'm getting a little taste of it right now just because I'm doing, you know, sets of certain things. It's not a, a set style CrossFit workout like a 2159 or an AMRAP or something like that yeah. that I'm used to. It's um it's just you're doing sets. And yeah. that to me is so boring. Yeah. <laughs> I don't mind it, but it's for CrossFit it's it's exciting. It's it's um it's explosive. It's um and you're just Compared to other things, like like I said, I played hockey and other things. Like compared to other things, it just feels like a giant party with your friends, and you're throwing you're throwing weights around. You're feeling good in a group, yeah. and that's the best part about it. You can't get that anywhere else, and I've I've never found it anywhere else. So. Yeah, they they won't let you do that at a global gym. Yeah. <laughs> so um, plus, you're allowed to take your shirt off here, apparently. So <laughs> yeah, keep keep your shorts on. I'm not going to tell you again, but. <laughs> Um, with, um, I guess going back to, you know, before you jumping into the gym and stuff like that, say somebody was on, you know, a, a negative path sort of thing. Um, is there anything that you could say or suggest or recommend that, you know, might help someone to, to realize, you know, that, that they should stop or maybe change course before, you know, going too far, too deep down the rabbit hole? Honestly, I the only piece of advice that I could give is if somebody is having those issues um, like I was in, I, the one thing that I that made me realize was actually opening my eyes to other people because it's a selfish thing. Like 
to, to get into that, it's totally selfish. I was 100% selfish for most of those years. And near the end, when it started not being fun, it was because I was with people that weren't fun anymore. It got to be a bad thing. Um, and yeah, the, the big thing for me was that I opened my eyes and I looked around at the people that I care most about and how they were sort of acting towards me and how they were reacting to things that I was doing. And it's honestly like, if I could have opened my eyes five years earlier, it would have been amazing, but yeah. Because you see, you're causing the people around you the same kind of pain that you're going through. Mm -hmm. And so what really helped was opening my eyes, realizing what, how everyone around me was reacting to what was happening and then going to talk to them. I, uh, there were a few people that I was very, very close with, and I just saw that they were drifting farther and farther away, and I, I sat down with them and I said, look, I want help, ask for help. That's the best thing you can do. Um, and that's because you were ready for it at that point, right? Uh, yeah, I was ready for it. I mean, there were a lot of times where I thought I was ready for it, so I had many talks with, with yeah. these people, but yeah, when you're ready for it, you just gotta ask for help. Um, people are a lot more willing to help than I realized. Um, yeah. It's it's pretty unbelievable, the support system you can get. And now I have so many people around me that there's not even a single thought in my brain of ever a chance of going back to that. Not even close. So, That's awesome. Yeah. And then, so those people that you did talk to that were sort of drifting away, you're you're well connected with them again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's awesome. Those yeah. are real. Those are real friends. Exactly. They they support me through yeah. everything. It's Definitely. They're the best ones to keep. Cool. Yeah. Well, anything else you'd like to add for any, any of our listeners I just want to say here? thank you for having me on here, Paul. It was uh, yeah. a lot of fun. No, that's, that's awesome. And it's been, uh, it's, it's been a while coming. And uh, I know we had talked about it a while back. And I know I haven't put out any podcasts for a while and haven't, yeah, haven't, I don't know, I guess been in the mood too or just... It's fair. It's yeah. It's been it's been a rocky tough. road, um, but yeah. I I thought you know what like I gotta I gotta get Josh on here because I know some of the conversations we had had in the past. Like if if some of the stuff you've gone through can can help others, um, and that's the other thing too. Like um, if there is anybody like even in the gym or like anyone? around or whatever, like, come talk to me. Like, I'm so open about this stuff and I don't mind talking about it. Um, I mean, obviously, if we're in the middle of a workout, maybe not. <laughs> yeah, but... leave me alone if I'm, <laughs> if I'm in a workout. But I mean, yeah, if, 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 if someone out there is having, you know, some tough times or, or whatever and wants a bit of a different perspective, like, by all means, reach out. I'm very approachable, so. Yeah, no, yeah. that's awesome. Thank you so much, Josh. Thank you. Yeah, it's awesome having Josh on the show here. Um, Thank you, everyone, for uh, for tuning in and listening. Hopefully, you learned something from this podcast, and hopefully, it makes you a little bit better than yesterday. Thanks again, Josh. Thank you. Thank you for making the time to listen to the Better Than Yesterday podcast hosted by Stark Strength and Conditioning. If you liked our show, please head over to the iTunes store and give us a rating. If you have any questions or suggestions about topics you'd like to hear us cover, or people you think should be on this show, please let us know so we can make it happen. Thanks again for listening, and we hope that this podcast makes you better than yesterday.